Yeah, for weeks we have been driving past bare lawns, snow-free pastures, and sidewalks. Far from slippery uh, with uh, ice lurking under the fresh snow. That has all changed this morning as uh, I probably, I put it at a good two and a half, three centimeters overnight. At least an inch and a half to brush off the vehicle. And it was not back-breaking shoveling on the weekend by no means when we got that first little snowfall. Nor will it be this morning. It's pretty light and fluffy, but uh, definitely some to brush off or shovel off the driveway before you leave to work this morning. Joining me now is David Phillips from Environment Canada. Welcome back, David. Uh, Happy New Year. Did you have a great Christmas? I did, Greg. Thank you for asking. It's never too late to say Happy New Year and to you and all your great listeners. I appreciate you being here, my friend, and I got to ask you right off the bat here. I take it El Nino warming the Pacific waters and having influenced our weather the last couple of months. It's either breaking down or is it just losing the battle against an Arctic cold front advancing? Well, that's clearly the way. I mean, it, it's uh, both uh, El Nino and polar vortex share, share the limelight in uh, in this kind of a year. But don't don't sort of give up on El Nino. I think it's peaked in December, um, but it's still there. It's still a force. We see its weather effects around the world, and um, and even this cold period that we get. Um, Boy, you can't. You, you just knew this was going to come, and uh, see some brutally cold temperatures later in the week. Uh, temperatures of minus twenty that you haven't seen, and my gosh, minus thirty you haven't seen either. And we might see both of those this uh, this week. Yeah. But El Nino. What happens is just kind of eases up, and then all of a sudden those breezes start blowing again, and it kicks that cold air way up to the north. The cold air is not as a bully as you might think. It can actually it moves if it's forced to. And so um, we think, I think in a, in a week's time, uh, next week, sort of middle of next week, we see the cold kind of moderating. I don't think we're going to see um, melting temperatures uh, next week, but we certainly see something less. Um, and by this time, you've already acclimatized to it. I mean, today, my gosh, this could It's be shocking cold. today, David. It's shocking it today. After minus 13, minus 15 overnight lows, this is getting a little shocking, my friend. Oh, but are, are you suggesting is. that maybe uh, like a polar vortex or Arctic dome, we're not going to be using those terms, are we, in the next uh, month or two? Or well, will we? No, because, you know, polar vortex doesn't, you know, get a cold blast of air from the north. It doesn't mean it's a polar vortex. I mean, that system begins in the stratosphere, way up above where jet aircraft fly. But it just could be cold air coming at the surface, just moving from the south. And we see this every time there's a little Alberta clipper. You saw one yesterday and today and tomorrow. They get a little stronger. They, they, they uh, bring in a bit of snow, welcome snow. Uh, but then they draw that cold air further down. And so now the jet stream is much further south. It's in the United States. And, and so we're all in the, in the cold air here in Canada. And so it just kind of reinforces the, the cold air comes in further uh, from further north and it's resupplied. So um, it, it, but hey, you're right. Uh, a good point you raised. I mean, it just doesn't mean every time you get a cold wave doesn't mean the polar vortex is acting up. I mean, that's often sometimes you can go a whole year without the polar vortex. That's the real, real cold stuff that, that can go on for a week or, or longer. And hey, there's still time for that to come. But um, my sense is that we're going to see this week, uh, hey, uh, some temperatures that you haven't seen before and um, uh, this, this year, and, um, and, uh, and it's not unexpected. Okay, David, I appreciate you dropping by again. 
Okay, bye, Greg. Shuffle a little on the weekend, but not a ton. Joining me now, Kevin Martell from the 980C Jamie Newsroom. Although you and I both said, well, when we get home, we'll have to do our driveway because we're like that. We want to see the bare pavement. Yeah, I didn't take And I, same boat. I mean, I spent maybe not even half an hour over the weekend shoveling. And I thought, oh, better get it done today and then probably again tomorrow. Yeah, it uh, it definitely, I, I think we got a good one. Inch and a half, maybe close to two inches overnight. Probably about that, yeah. And uh, it looks like it's going to be uh, off and on here, at least till the noon hour. But uh, good news from Dave Phillips there a moment ago. This is not an Arctic dome that's going to just sit over top of us. It is going to be cold for a week or so, but uh, it's more of a just a cold stretch that we, we've gone without. <laughs> That's the positive uh, out of it, eh, that we do in Saskatchewan. It's, hey, it's only going to be minus, uh, you know, 27 for a week and not for a month. <laughs> I know, but I just want you to have some hope. On a day we get back to school, everyone, uh, and back to work and routine. Oh, <laughs> it's there's hope at the end of the tunnel just not this week okay the whole hockey world is talking about that hit last friday Connor bedard against the devils oh, watch right here is bedard he's got such slick hands and there he makes a move right there no it, it, it looks like brendan smith just steps up and and catches him yes he ends up getting him in the mouth area that's clean that, that, that's yeah. clean the, the, the elbows down the follow-through or just the impact kind of maybe clipped him in the mouth where where his jaw broke and he is out indefinitely and uh man that's too bad he he had a team high 15 goals 18 assists in 39 games he was on pace for a 77 point season clean but unfortunate yeah. because i mean well especially asim rajana having watched him play here over the last number of years but you don't want to see that from a budding superstar in the league you don't want to see the best one of the best players up and coming get hurt like that. It's tough to see. And I mean, neither of us are Blackhawks fans, but we're Bedard fans. And, you know, whether it was clean or not, now he's going to be out for, you know, several weeks at well, least. Well, and look what he, he'll miss here too. And I know of a few Christmas presents ruined now because no. over the holidays, I know of a few people that bought tickets for the uh, Bedard appearance in Calgary on the 27th. But yep. yeah, he's going to miss his hometown appearance for the first time in Vancouver on the 22nd. That Calgary game, the All-Star game, likely in Toronto in early Feb. But, uh, yeah, broken jaw. He, he, they've not yet said how soon he could return. But, uh, yeah, that is very, very disappointing. There is a bit of reason to celebrate this morning, yes, though, please. Greg. Right? Tell me why. Right? Come on here. I've never seen this happen. Yes. You know what? Funny that you say that because neither have I. The Winnipeg Jets... Are the best team in the NHL. They 56 have points. the most points. And I actually, I said this to my friend, who's also a Jets fan. I said, I don't know if this has ever happened before. The Winnipeg Jets in first place in the entire league. And then he responded back. He said, apparently it happened in 2015. They were 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're at the top of the league. But look a little below there, my friend. After two months... Of scratching and clawing our way back, my Oilers 
are now in a playoff position again. Congratulations. Isn't that, isn't that remarkable? It is when you think about how poorly they started. But you know what? I mean, I think a lot of people, when you look at their team, it was only a matter of time before they were going to get back up to that uh, to that mark. They're very streaky, though, aren't they, the Oilers? They'll win seven in a row this last year. Yeah, they'll win eight, and then they'll lose four or five, and then they'll win six or seven. Sounds like someone who's uh, pretty confident and sitting at the top of the league right now, pointing out my streets. <laughs> hey, we got to play each other, I think, once more before the season is done. So, uh, uh, For the record, Kevin and I both know we don't play each other. <laughs> <laughs> we, we wish. In emotions, we, yes. we will. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. What else is going on? Oh, this plane scare. Oh. It was only last week we were talking about how miraculous that almost 400 people survive that crash. Uh, uh, in Tokyo yeah. on the runway there where that plane landed, hitting, sadly, another plane that, that people did lose their life. But you know how horrific that was. Yeah. And now Friday, take us to this one. Yeah, this is wild. Uh, mid-flight, an Alaska Airlines plane had the door right in the middle of the plane. It just blew out. And you see the picture there. And now the seats around it, they, they weren't completely sucked out. Some of the headrests were and some of the tra- uh, trays were they were sucked out, yeah. But the the bones, a lot of people, a lot of things inside, yeah. And the picture, it, it sounds me that, and luckily the seat right next to this fridge size hole was empty through the flight, but you were right next to the hole, yeah. If yeah. somebody had been there. Like, yeah, you really want to make sure you're wearing your seatbelt in that case, but I wouldn't know what to do. You wouldn't want to take your seatbelt off and get the heck away from it because yeah. you'd be... But they were saying, like, inside the cabin, uh, it was chaotic. Of, of course, as you can... If you've ever watched a movie, right? The noise and the... The air, the sound of the... It sound like it sucked out maybe as violently as you would see in a movie, but certainly... Yeah, it was cool. Well, it came down to 10,000 feet and then a little lower rather quickly yeah. because of it. But at the same time... Uh, the the footage from within the cabin, yeah, you can hear the the air whistling through the cabin. But I was quite amazed at how my, how quiet people were. Probably because they're frozen in fear. Oh yeah, right. You're yeah. thinking the worst and hoping this plane gets down, but it did. And uh, for now, the seven thirty seven Max nine aircraft is as uh, just. The FAA said, no, no one's flying those until we just double check every plane, I guess. Huh? And miraculously, nobody was hurt. Nobody had serious yeah. injuries on that flight. Well, you know what I say, wear your seatbelt at all times, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and by the way, the door, it was actually found in the oh, backyard of a teacher's place. A teacher named Bob is all they said. Okay. Bob found in his backyard well, in Portland. What a lesson he is taking to his class today. <laughs> check your backyards. CJME News Time now is 6.58. I'm just a long-haired son of a sinner Searching for new ways I can get gone I'm a pedal to the highway If you ever wonder why we ride these uh, One of my favorites lately, Jelly Roll. Saw him and Minot uh, this past summer. What an amazing concert. He alluded to the fact uh, he had been to Canada because so many Canadians were in mind out watching that show that night. And there's a reason for it. If you didn't already know, Jelly Roll, one of the hottest sensations in music right now and has a ton of new hits. But uh, over the weekend, he gave a pretty emotional interview with CBS Sunday Morning. And he's a former rapper that has really gone country now, revisited the prison 
that he was once penned up in. State pen in Nashville. Went right into the cell he once stayed. This is jail. It sucks. Everyone I've ever been to. Oh, it still smells the same, though. There was a time in my life where I truly thought this was it. And then coming here, you know, just after getting nominated for two Grammys, it just hits different. You know, it's just... I didn't think I'd get emotional, to be honest, but every time, dude, just this cell, just, you just think, man, this is, even when I left here, I didn't have a plan. His real name is Jason DeFore, but his mom gave him the nickname Jelly Roll. Yeah, to this day, my mother calls me Jelly. If somebody walked in here right now and said Jason, I wouldn't look up. And while sitting in that old Nashville State Pen cell, Jelly Roll reflected on his time in prison, a life he's uh, known on and off for 10 years, starting at the age of 14 for various crimes, including drug possession. Aggravated robbery, and it's because of those felonies. He's not yet been to Canada to perform, as well as a lot of other countries. Yeah, this felony carries with me. It's sad. It prohibits me from a lot. And a lot of stuff that I didn't think it was going to prohibit me from, but it really does prohibit me from a lot. I'm not allowed in, um I finally got a passport. And I was so excited that America was willing to let me leave, you know? <laughs> and that I didn't realize other countries had to let me come. Right. And then that's my new hurdle, right. you know? We had a number one in Australia for three weeks. We could probably go to Australia and do arenas, and I'm not able to go right now. We mm-hmm. could probably go to Canada and do arenas, and they won't let me come. So it's so funny that here I am becoming a global artist, and, I've, and I'm restricted still to my own yard. Yeah, they're working on it. They're going to find a way, apparently, to get them uh, uh, eligible to come across the border into Canada. But it's just not uh, happening yet. In November, he nabbed his first career Grammy Award nomination for Best New Artist and Best Country Duo Group Performance for the song Save Me that he does with uh, Lainey Wilson, who I see is going to be in mine on this summer at the State Fair. They already announced that one. But yeah, Jelly Roll, he was he was exceptionally cool live. And just, it was sold out that night, 15,000 fans. They were uh, going crazy for him. I think a lot of parents are celebrating. It's back to the usual routine today, right? We've got school. Everyone's back to the books. Catholic and public school system here in the city. Uh, late last week, Prairie Valley went back. I think everyone's back thinking, okay, no more holidays. It's the work routine. It's the school routine. And uh, now we just count down to the next holiday break, which inevitably is probably... Uh, a lot quicker to come to students than it is uh, to us. Well, I guess really a family day long weekend is next, right? And Feb, nothing left on the books here in January now for us. But uh, I'm sure students will get a day or two off. And I certainly hope it doesn't get worse than that. Because, right, the, the, the conciliators report has yet to come. And then after that, I think midterms, uh, question mark is, what will the province of the teachers do? The teachers, of course, have job action in mind if they don't cut a deal, and nothing sounds like it's coming close to that. So uh, that's on the horizon here, too. I just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Arlo Sport Venture, the Outdoor Hockey League. Over the weekend, they had a free skate on Saturday to launch their new season, and this is for families who find it uh, a bit of a financial barrier to put their kids in hockey, but... 
Everyone comes together. A lot of community support on this league. 375 players registered to play, some of whom have never even stood on ice before. They're newcomers to the province, so it's really cool. And a record number of uh, registrations like that has given them like 16 teams, I'm hearing now, to play. Mostly outdoor, right? That's what the Outdoor Hockey League is obviously about. Occasionally, the Cooperative Center, for free, will donate some ice time, move them inside as well. And our Regina Pats have been known to join the league and uh, practice with the kids on occasion, too. They're big supporters as well. So really cool to hear that the uh, Aerolo Sport Venture Outdoor Hockey League is back. And clearly, as it just starts a new season, off to a huge success already. Over 375 players. That is just awesome. Uh, how'd you make out yesterday? NFL football fans enjoy the wild card uh, scenarios that came out of it after that final Game of the regular season last night. The Bills taking on the Dolphins, who tried to make it uh, on a drive and a comeback with 90 seconds left to go against the Bills. But it's intercepted by Rapp. And that's a wrap on the division for the Buffalo Bills for the fourth straight season. Yeah, Bills beat the Dolphins 21-14. to the Bills didn't actually clinch a playoff berth until Tennessee beat Jacksonville earlier in the day, and now they're going to host Pittsburgh in the wild card round on Sunday. And what happened to the Jags? <laughs> what a disappointment there. Miami fell into the sixth seed now with that loss last night, and will play uh, the AFC West champion Kansas City Chiefs on Saturday. The Cowboys clinching the NFC East title, and they're going to host Green Bay, led by Jordan Love, who's also been just a great story in the NFL this year. Rams will face Detroit. The Eagles will travel to Tampa Bay. And the Browns, they're off to Houston. A lot of you uh, caught that Houston uh, indie game on the weekend and thought you saw Danny Barrett. Yeah, he's on the sidelines there. Our former head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, he's a uh, running back coach in Houston. Has been for the last six seasons now. Well, there's a lot of people in awe and shock of what happened on Friday after witnessing probably by now video footage on your social uh, media feeds or else you caught it on television. You've heard about this Alaskan Airlines flight that had to return to Portland, Oregon soon after takeoff. A big piece of the side of the plane just blew out, created, well, I'll let one passenger, Evan Smith, describe what it was. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshing noise and all the air masks dropped. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. Yeah, hearing this story only makes me uh, a lot more confident. I want to keep my seatbelt on nice and snug at all times. Thankfully, no one was sitting in the seat right next to where that window kind of blew out. And uh, uh, the feds were looking for the door, but uh, Kevin Martell told me a short time ago that uh, somebody found it in their backyard. Thankfully, it didn't injure anyone. The last few days since Friday when this happened, some people have reportedly found passenger phones that were sucked out of the window. And uh, again, most importantly, no one was was actually hurt badly. But uh, man, that one and then... What, about a week ago at the Tokyo airport, that plane landing with almost 400 people on board, they all survived. It's crazy. 
Uh, still ahead, the 81st Annual Golden Globe Awards. The start of the award season last night. And Barbie was a big winner. So was Succession, which is a series I'm hearing everyone talk about. I haven't streamed that one, binged on that yet, but uh, I'll get around to it. So more of the winners coming up with Kevin Martell.